Hey, I'm your host, Wes. And I'm your host, Scott. Come on in and grab a seat. Because you're hanging with us at the barbershop. getting used to no replies but then i posted the 2000 downloads oh and they liked it and i'm like <sighs> i'm just like man why can't you just have a general conversation do you think it maybe it depends on kind of who's behind the wheel that day maybe if it's if it's like it's like us our stuff yeah it's, yeah it's yeah. run by there's three of us that have access yes. to it right so oh that's a very nice crack <laughs> i know i figure we're recording are we not Yes, we are. Yeah, <laughs> uh, both. Yes, because yeah, yeah, we get everything. Going yeah, cool. Right now. Um, y- exactly. But it's just like to to me, that's how you crack that nut. Is sure, sure. is getting like this podcast needs to be on other podcasts. Yes, and then they share it out and be like, oh, I really like what Scott does. Oh, Scott was on Joe Blow's podcast. I'm gonna go listen to that. Yeah, and then it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, I. Joe Blow's podcast isn't bad. Like, that's like, right, you want to be on, and it's always hard. And I mean, that's sort of the ad, the 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 mutual ad thing. That's what it's supposed to do, what Red Circle is, because you're sharing. So people that listen to what you're doing, they're hearing that ad for the other podcast. But being a guest, um, ideally. No, that's, and that's exactly where I'm at. I, and I've had this conversation with Andy where it's like, you know, we should put more, you know, we should give more attention to our advertising partners and really dig a little bit deeper on what they're doing because as easy as it is to say, oh yeah, these guys, they have similar subject matter. So they're, they're reaching a similar demographic that but we're why, trying to. Why would we not reach out to them why and be like, not say, hey, hey, you want to come on our show? Yeah. Let's go on your show. Come on my exactly. show. Exactly. Yeah. This is what we do. Oh, I know. And then it's like, okay, so now you're on their podcast and they can, instead of a, a quirky little ad, yeah, they can actually hear and see and get the nuance and be like, I don't like that guy. Or, right, hey, right, I'm right, actually right, going right. to go and click. Because cause I think that's too, in, in, in the world of podcasts, I think that's where a lot of them are like, hey, I have a very successful podcast. You're my friend. I want you to succeed. Man, come on the podcast a right, couple times. Right, 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 right. Um, once people get to hear you, they'll love you like I love you. It's like it's like uh, pub uh, pub games, right? You You don't. You don't practice with somebody who's worse than you are. You always want to practice with somebody who's better than you are because that's okay. the only way you're going to get better. It's the challenge. Right, right. So, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting for sure. Man, so I guess what's our ultimate goal here is to uh, to get on to uh, Bert's show or uh, Rogan oh, or one of those guys. I sent Bert a, a DM. <laughs> I snuck a DM. He doesn't even check his own thing, but I sent a DM. I'm like, hey, <laughs> what's going on? Hey man, I got a I got a podcast. <laughs> I forget what it was. Uh, it, it was something. It's still there in my DMs because they don't go away. No, but yeah, no. not read, not delivered, not yeah, yeah not anything. But, but yeah, and I mean, if I ever get a response, wonderful, unsolicited. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. But it's funny too because there the other day he's like he he uh, smashed his arm up while he was in Serbia, so he's got this. And God bless him. I yeah, don't know yeah. if he's just not a smart man when it comes sure, to sure. some things. And he's like, does anybody know what kind of brace this is? Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's holding it up. And the brand sticker. It's right on it. Yeah. And I'm, I was like, oh, he's had a thousand responses. But I'm yeah. like, uh, that's a 
That's an overture sure, brace. Sure, I'm not sure, sure of the model, but I'm sure if you Google it. You'd be able to find their suite of products. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I put it in Google and it like, came up like that. I'm like, how are you? How do you know? Are you just wired that like differently? I got a good one for you from this. This came up this week talking about unsolicited uh, stuff. As you know, uh, Kim and I are, are uh, partners here in the uh, the retail business, and uh, you know we we got we get solicitations all the time, and they usually come sort of people who found us like through the contact page on our website. Right. Sometimes it comes through our social media, but they're almost like ninety nine percent of them are addressed to business owner, manager, right, contact person. Really personal. Almost, but, but that's, there's a reason for that. My name does not appear anywhere. on the website anywhere. My wife's name does not appear on the website anywhere. Right. Doesn't need to. No, it's, it's who's, you know, point of contact. Yeah. It's, uh, I'll, to just like, right. I get people that still name drop our owner. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, he has not been in like the day to day sales. Not a, he's not a day to day person in a decade. And they're like, right, oh, so and so. I'm like, yeah. No, no, so-and-so didn't. I know him, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but continue. Anyway. We so, get... dear sirs. No, no. Dear Kimberly. Uh-oh. And so my first thought is... Was it heavy on the Kimberly? Did you read no, it heavily? No, no, Were no, you I like, just... Kimberly? It certainly wasn't like... I okay. should have, though, because it might have made her more uncomfortable. But it certainly made me... didn't make me uncomfortable as much as it made me angry. <laughs> and maybe it's unfounded, but it's like, wait a minute. Why is this person, and it doesn't matter what they're selling, because surely to God, they're selling something. They want us, the big one we get is SEO companies all the time wanting us to partner with them so that they can do all of our, our SEO. And uh, I'm not too inclined to. What's SEO? Search engine <gasps> optimization. Oh, okay. You know, keywords yep, and all that. I got that. it. Jibba jabba. Yep. So I'm like, I mean, wait a minute now. now. Even if I wanted your service, though, first of all, if I want a service, I will go and look for it. So, and I appreciate that as a business that's in sales, that it's your duty to get out there and sell. I get that. But when you, you, when you name drop and you address somebody by name, whose name does not appear on our website in any way, shape or form, my first question is, how did you get Kim's name associated with this contact information? And the only thing I can come up with is it was sold to them, which means... We have very few wholesale accounts. Like, I can count them on one hand. Right. Which means there is only a handful of people that could possibly be responsible for this. You're Moneris. So that's, yeah, that's another one. And so basically, I wrote back as if I was Kim. Oh, hey, hey, yeah, thanks for reaching out. And uh, before we, uh, you know, before I can decide on whether or not I want to team up with you and, and take advantage of any of your services, can you please tell me know how you got my name associated with this email address? Well, did, did they reply? Not at all. So that tells me everything I need to know. There you go. Yeah, so I won't be partnering with them anytime soon. Huh. <laughs> that is good. That's my unsolicited uh, solicitation story. So, buddy. Yeah. We're going on a road trip tonight. Man, uh, that's good. Um, who's driving? <laughs> I, can, I, don't, we, I don't mind driving. You don't mind driving. Now... As we get talking about road trips, there's definitely times I tap out pretty early. Uh, Behind the wheel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Responsible. Yeah. Yeah. Of course it is. <laughs> you 
wouldn't do something silly like that. Not anymore. No, no, no. So, but yes, I, yeah, like uh, driving there, 100%, I, right? You've driven with me. I'm an okay driver. Um, I've driven yeah. with you. You're a good driver. You I, can but uh, I, walk and chew gum at the same time. But again, as always, I defer to my wife's expertise when sure. she wants to drive. Yep. I have no problem with that. But, um, yeah, I yeah. do. I do most of the driving in our relationship too. So it's handy, right? I think so. I mean, it is for me. I mean, but I like to drive and always have. So, mm-hmm. although that's starting to change the, the older I get, but. Man, yeah, road trips. Uh, it was a good idea, too, because as soon as you said, I'm like, oh, I've done a few of those in my life. I can talk about those. Yeah, it's like, right? There's, you know, road trips that you do when you're young. There's young, you know, road trips, you know, rite of passage. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Road trips you do with a loved one. Uh, road trips you do with a group. So there's all kinds of different road trips. There's the road trip that I am tentatively planning for us right now. I, I love I when to, you plan trips. I don't know for if me. I want to lead with that one, but that's going to be fun. Uh, well, yeah. Be fun. But the, the, now here's the question. As you say, planning. That's right. Because there's two types of road trips. <laughs> Planned and unplanned. Or <laughs> where you just start and you just keep going. Um, True enough. So what do you got on the books for us? So after my uh, weekend vacation, my mini vacation with Kim. Like a mini road trip? Mini road trip. Nice. Yeah, went to uh, just very close, uh, like under three hours. So under three hours, secluded spot on a lake, spent the hour, uh, spent the weekend there. But during the road trip out, we're like, check-in isn't until four in the afternoon. Right. And it's like, it's only, a, it was two hours and I think 17 minutes uh, by the GPS. And I'm like... I don't want to sit here until two o'clock in the afternoon. It's so tough. let's let's just kind of something. Let's get on the road and kind of see what you know appeals to us as we go. So we hit a couple little antique markets along the way, and then we managed to hit a brewery, which I do want to take you to because that's that's market research for cold ones, my friends. And we'll talk about that a little bit more later too. But part of that kind of sparked this idea of wow, that you know this whole brewery thing, like. That's kind of cool. But then it's like, there's not a lot of breweries. Well, there are, but I mean, you got to find them. Yes. And that's the thing is you, you got to go out and you got to hunt them down and you got to find them. And then like, it's almost worth like going to this one that we went to on the weekend felt like advanced recon, right? Like, cause when I got yep. there, I sent you some photos. Yeah. This place, like total destination. Like, right. They've done a very good job. And- yeah. Like that's the kind of place where when I, I was chatting with the owner and I said to him, like, you know, this is the kind of thing where I would consider getting a busload of my friends and we'd come back and spend the day here and drink all the beers and eat all the food. Yeah. You know, like there's no reason to go anywhere. No. It, yeah. You, if you can make a day of it and as I'll say, well, as we progress into stories, as things get back to normal and everybody yeah. gets on the same page, I think um, like, the one place we stopped, which was doing nothing exciting, but when she told us what they do yeah, when yeah. business is normal, it sounded cool. The 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 prospect of going back becomes much more attractive. It does. It does. Yeah. This is a place where it's like, I know, it's not like our local guy here in town where we can go down any day of the week, sit down, have a drink or two, take some cans and go home. Like this this Quails Brewery at Cold in uh, Coldwater, Ontario, like... It's not, it's too far for us to just go there for a casual. Right. We have to make it yes. an event. But that just made us think about, you know, geez, you know, like Kim doesn't drink beer. There was a time where she convinced herself that she was a beer drinker. That turned out to be a lie. <laughs> now, I'm curious because um, you're seeing 
cocktails starting to be done with beer. Oh yeah. So like yeah, you know, yeah. oh it's this and that, and like it your, makes like your famous uh, your dark and stormy, dark and stormy. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is a ginger beer. Yeah, yeah. Or my tequila sunrise, which you did not like. It's not the real. Te- it's the tequila sunrise with it's, beer. It's the TikTok tequila sunrise. Can we call that? Was it, we call that the dirty tequila sunrise? Sure. So like look right, shot of tequila inside yeah, a Corona yeah. and a little bit of grenadine, a little bit of orange juice, and a yeah, yeah, flip flip. And I, I, I quite enjoyed it. I personally did not like it. You're not a tequila guy. No, sir. Not at any level. But uh, it's funny. As we were talking about, we've had quite a few different Mexican uh, lagers this summer. So yeah. whether they've been Chihuahua from Old Dog or the Mexican lager from uh, Fountain Falls Brewery, yeah. uh, they've all been good. They've all been refreshing. And none of them, to my nose's recogni- recognition, yeah. smelt shitty like a Corona. That's not right, eh? I mean, I opened that bottle and I'm like, oh, I remember now. This is why you stick a lime in the neck because it smells like... You didn't like it. Corona's always smelled like shit. Really? Oh, to me, always. Like, you get it about to here and you're sure, like... Sure, sure. I personally, like, I'm a full-on... Like, it doesn't matter to me. if you Lime? Ooh, citrus fruit in my drink? Sure. Oh, I love citrus but, fruit but in my drink. You know, Any drink for that matter, really. And it's not like that beer is being uh, d- imported. That's... If you looked, I'm sure it's being brewed here in sure, sure. Canada. It's cold. It's carbonated. Yeah. It doesn't need to be con- the, the the. But the nuance that you still have the smell. Yeah. Of what it smells like down there, it, it blew my mind away when we've had two or three different good ones, <laughs> and yet it's still just this summer, comes and yet back. and that all those memories of oh, this is why I don't like a Mexican lager really? is because of that smell and, and a Corona. Has it always been that way? A hundred percent. Interesting. I, you know, I do like a lime in my beer, and so there was a time where there was a summer I think I you know mostly Corona, and then it was like oh, you like putting lime, and then everybody was making a lime flavored beer, right? So well, um, right, right, but yes, because then all Bud of a Light sudden lime. it was yes, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, yeah. built into the beer. So I I immediately switched out when Bud Light Lime came out. I'm like, oh, this is good, and I was on the Bud Light Lime for yep. that was a, my drink for an entire summer, right? Then I'm like, what am I doing this for? <laughs> so now. I'm too, I should say I'm too cheap. Maybe I'm too lazy to go and cut the damn limes, but that little green concentrate bottle, a couple of drops in there, whoo-wee, it works pretty good. So, back to quest. Sorry, yes, yes. No. So This is at, the part of the show. We're we... at... <laughs> <laughs> Look at us go. Yeah. So, uh, in cold Who's, water... If we, were, if we were really driving right now, we just fucking flipped it. A hundred percent. We're at Quails. Kim doesn't drink beer, so it's like as we're standing in line because it's a, it's done beer garden style. So right. you you get in the line, you go up, you tell the bartender, you read off the menu what you want, get a flight of a uh, flight of four if you like, or or get your glass full. And Kim is like, I'm not really a beer drinker. Is there anything else? And the the girl said, We've got some ciders. And she's like, Oh oh, what have you got? And she's like, We have this strawberry flavored cider. So she's like, Oh, I'll try that. So she gets the the strawberries and it's canned. So I'm like, did they make that here? Did they did they buy that from somewhere else? Turns out they bought it from a local cidery that's uh, north of Barrie. And so then we're sitting down eating our lunch and she's drinking the cider and she really likes it, which prompted us to like, hey, we should go to that place and get some more, right. get some more cans for you to go home with. Seeing it's you know Sunday afternoon and we have nowhere to be and don't have a timing to meet. So it's nice, isn't it? But as we're sitting there and we're we're talking about like, geez, you know, we're pretty close. Because, like, northwest 
uh, Simcoe County, the next county over is Gray Bruce. And Gray Bruce is one of the, you know, outside of Prince Edward County, Gray Bruce is like the apple growing uh, sort of mecca of Ontario. So a little bit of map, uh, a little bit of map research. And there are five cideries within 30 minutes of each other. In fact, four of them are within seven minutes of each other uh, up near Tober, uh, not Tobermory, um, Thornberry. Right. Thornberry. So. And Thornberry is a cider. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so they, theirs is in... There is the, the Thornberry uh, Cider Company right. in Thornberry, which is also a brewery. So right. that's a double win for us. One of them... One of them, uh, Spy, Spy, oh, I'll have to double check that, Spy Cidery, Spy Cider House, is also a distillery, and they make apple-based spirits. Oh, very exciting. So I'm pretty interested to visit them to see what kind of offerings they Some have. Some Apple yeah. Jacks? Yeah. <laughs> um, so we, too, went on a little road trip this week. Uh, we went to Prince Edward uh, County. So we took off Such when... Such a beautiful drive. Very way. nice. Yeah, and um, the whole theory was we were in no rush. We had a hotel booked in Belleville. Right. Um, I would have probably liked to stay in Picton, but I'm not quite a planner like you. <laughs> and by the time I was trying to book something, they were very much full. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, a same-day lunch, which you think would be, ah, it's no problem. I can get lunch anywhere. No. Not so much. No. Um, so we took a very leisurely drive. Um Started, uh, ended up going to Port Hope. And, Beautiful. And went to, uh, as um, Andy said, um, made comment that that was the fictional town of. Yes. Which, uh, for it. For it. Right? That's right. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, oh, that's right. Scary. We're actually talking about making a trip down there for uh, Off the Path of Normal. Right. To, Is there uh, some. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and we, no, sorry. I, I've spoken out of turn. That's not true. We may go down there. For fandom power uh, to get some photos for the prop for, episode for uh, sets sets for set pieces because the apparently a lot of the stuff from the production is left over because that's going to help promote tourism. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Lindsay's got a few things like that. If you if you dig back far enough, fly um, away home. Maybe the, what mo- the movie with the geese. So that um, you know where the dollar store. So theater dollar store, and yeah, then there's that yeah, empty yeah. lot and that mural. That's yes. on that wall. That's left over. They did that for the film. For I don't know. For a film. Yeah. For a film that I can't that tell you're you. not going to tell me. And then when you know me, <laughs> That's that, fine. I know that bit of knowledge. Yeah, yeah. But it was not, in a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I remember that they kindly asked when Fantasia was there. Okay. That if they could empty out their windows <laughs> because they used the shot scrolled down the street. And I think they rebranded it as an insurance uh, oh, really? office. Okay, but they had to take enough. the sexy lingerie mannequins out of uh, the windows. So uh, that's uh, little things. I mean, that's a long time ago. That's probably more than 10 years ago. But Fly Away Home might have been accurate to that if that was filmed in Lindsay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I had an interesting conversation with a guy. We When we stopped in, because our trip out, you know, we had to be there at four. So we didn't want to take too much time everywhere. But on the way home, we're like, we got other things we can do. We can stop on Sunday. We went back to Coldwater on Sunday because Coldwater has an annual steampunk festival. Really? They do. They do. And I, I presume Saturday was probably a little bit more busy. Sunday right. was pretty was pretty quiet. But there were some displays and several local businesses had steampunkish 
themes kind of going on. That's but cool. there's a guy on the main street in Coldwater who's like a steampunk artist, and he's got a gallery right on the main street. Right. 14 years in uh, in doing steampunk stuff, and then he was talking about he'd had some pieces featured in the Murdoch Mysteries. Right. And he was talking... So anyway, it was an interesting conversation about like how production companies pay and use your stuff and he's like i've had other people come to me you know before the murdoch mysteries wanting to rent right steampunk pieces for a production and they just they want it for like a song for a song right he's like no no but the murdoch mystery people they had like dude i told they paid the kids hundreds of dollars thousands of dollars for the dogs yeah 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 yeah. and i'm like but i mean it's it's always right. I imagine the people that want it for a song are people like us. That's what I right, mums and pops, uh, kind of a hobbiness. It's my first YouTube video, or you know, I'm still yeah, in school, yeah. but we're doing this film. Yeah. Um, yeah, you yeah. know, I can't pay you much, but I can like give you a credit. Well, which the, to me, that's just as cool. He said to me that uh, he learned pretty quickly that he's like, okay, so he's like, so I started to get wise these guys. He's like, okay, tell you what, so we'll do up the rental contract, and uh, it's going to be five hundred dollars per piece. Uh, you'll pay that up front, and uh, when the piece comes back and, and I've inspected it and it's in perfect condition, I'll refund you a portion of the rental The rental cost. Right. right. People don't want to do that. He's like, but the real production company comes along, and he's like, they not only did they – they had people specifically hired to yep. bubble wrap and crate and pack. Like He's like, I could not believe how – Well, right. It's a real production company. Right. Versus right, right, right. – you know, you were probably talking to the director, the writer, sure. and some the, producer, at least. and the star yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> of this passion project. And uh, oh, yeah, 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 right. Um, it's ex- like you or me going in there. Hey, dude. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, started in uh, Port Hope. We stopped at, and I'm sure you've been there. And I've never actually stopped in. Did you go to the Big Apple? No, oh. uh, Primal. Instincts? Is that a what do they do there? It's it's the guy that has the Optimus Prime out front. Oh yes, we've been there. We've um, been there once. I feel so bad because we went in and we thought it was right up your alley. It's not really. It's like it's great. He's got his Optimus Prime and the Bumblebee and the yeah. the dinosaurs are out there. But you didn't they like anything awesome. else. Yeah, I did. I did like a lot of their stuff. In fact, I assume they still do a lot of Live Edge. Yeah. So live edge is really their thing, right? Like the, a lot, of, lot of wood. Yeah, a lot of wood and, and a mean, lot of like. I couldn't get over the size of the slabs that yeah. they that they were importing, and I'm like, and that's like, of course, your eyes are bigger than your pocketbook, right? So, but yes, but yeah, we've, we've across been across the board. I I thought it was very cool. I thought uh, the the rusty steel kind of thing. I just and it's like, oh, Michelle's like, oh, we'll have to bring Kim and West back if they've never been. But you've been, and it wasn't your thing. We have been, we would go back. It's just not one of the, it's, I feel like it's, uh, you know, it's like the antique markets around here. Like you go. Seen it once. A couple times a year. Like yeah. I don't need to go every weekend because. No. no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's largely the same, but it's been long enough now where like, so when we were there, they, all he had was a photo on the wall of the, the, I guess it's the, the mock-up of Grimlock, the T-Rex. Yeah. They didn't have it yet. It was right. on. It was like literally on the ship, steaming to Canada right. from like India or wherever they were. Because now he's got built, yeah. um, the sharks. He's got Grimlock. He's got Optimus. He's got Bumblebee. He's got. He has like tons 
a well, piece. You know, is there. so for that reason alone, now I, I definitely will go back and have a look. And at I, it. I, I find it funny too. And it's um, charging just, admission now. No, they're oh, okay, still leaving good. a bucket at everyone and asking yeah, if you yeah. take a picture, leave a donation. Oh, that's good. There was <laughs> I don't think I saw that one the last time. Maybe there wasn't. But funny story though, because um, if you've seen, you know, at our place, how Kim and I are, are very much uh, we used to be active in the convention yes. scene. Um, when we met Peter Cullen, the voice of I am Optimus Prime. When we met Peter Optimus Prime Cullen, um, we actually had a photo. Like I took a picture of Kim between the legs of yes. Optimus Prime. We printed that and had Peter Cullen sign it for nice. us. So. Yeah, which he we actually asked him like because Peter Collin worked in Canada for a number yep. of years, right? We said, to him, "Were you aware that this existed? Had you seen it before?" He's like, yeah, "I was. I, I I was aware of it. Yeah, yeah, cool, kind of cool." So then, uh, <coughs> lunch in um, Port Hope uh, was at the fabled Olympus Burger. The Olympus Burger. Uh, it's been mentioned on TV, and you got to eat here in a few different places. Is it like a diet? Uh, Dives, it's a burger place. Uh, it's right place. underneath the uh, the train tracks there, and um, oh, so you're closer, a little closer to the water. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, v- very Greek oriented. Oh, I'm okay with that. I love Mediterranean. And they had uh, we just got right. Re- well, not regular burgers. I don't think they have a regular burger. Everything was quite elaborate or had this or had that i had settled on maybe the zeus burger which the buns were mini grilled cheese <laughs> that's cool yeah and then a slab of um female and then i hadn't read that the i'm not a fried egg on my burger kind of guy but what? this one had one and man i was with your grilled cheeses yeah with a hamburger and a, fried in, egg? And a hamburger patty in between it was it like a sloppy runny it, wet it, i was pretty messy at the and end, of it. It was what's good. the verdict? It was good. Okay, so uh, probably don't need the fries with it. That's fair. Um, yeah, it was good. And Michelle got the one smaller than me, maybe the Apollo, and she said it was very good. And she's right; she's been wanting to go there right, right, for right. a little while. So that was good. Picked up a comic. We was stopped in at a um, used bookstore. Nice little stack of comic books. So I kind of anything worth uh, picking up. I picked up X Force number fifteen. Um, think it's the second um what do you call it appearance of yeah appearance of uh deadpool and cable fighting deadpool and cable okay fighting. yeah because it's new mutants uh new mutants number whatever whatever yeah is the big one right now yeah like the first appearance of deadpool right yeah right. and um as you say we've talked about slabbing or rating comics oh, so man. rating comics uh now again i'll have to get you show me how to find um CGC. Sold. Oh, sold. Yeah, eBay's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, one hundred and thirty nine, hundred and forty nine dollars slab. What was the numerical value on it? Then, like the top would have given it out of a ten score. Nine point eight. A nine point eight. Okay, well, that's that's definitely desirable because I don't think I don't think collectors really want unless it's like yeah, it's uh, got to be nine point eight. And he's like, I read an article. It was like nine point eight to nine point six is <laughs> hundreds. And hundreds of dollars yeah, yeah, difference, yeah, yeah. and he's like, I got an. I bought three comic books, all of the same price. Got, the, I thought they were all the same quality. Sent them away. Yeah, sold the nine point eights and made a hundred bucks and broke even on the nine point six. Nine point six. Okay, still still came out on ahead. Yeah, in the end, but um, it'd be interesting, as I say, you know, and as anything, quantity is your. So the more you send to them to. 
It's um, just shipping alone because you're paying a portion of uh, uh, there's a portion of your grade essentially goes into their fees. It's yep. It's pretty convoluted how they do it, which is for me. I'm not a I'm I'm not a comic book guy, but even if I was, like the 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 grading thing, like I I think it's less of a racket than the toy grading thing. Right. But again, the luck that I had with that one X Men comic right. was just such an abysmal experience, and I'm like that just put me off of wanting to do it again. Yeah. So yeah. at the end of the day, I bought it for two bucks. It's nice. currently worth six dollars. Um, loose. Nice. So I was like, Meh. yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I just caught my eye. I'm like, oh, I'll buy that. You know, uh, Kim and I are big fans of the the Brick House in Peterborough, mm-hmm. also craft burger place. I go for their hangover ex- almost exclusively every right. time, and it's got a like a big old fried egg on it, and I love it. <laughs> oh, different. It adds a lot of uh, moisture. It's a breakfast burger. Man. It is. It is. There's a reason why they call it the hangover. Um. So then we progressed and just took Highway Two. Oh, is that a great drive? It is beautiful. Yeah. And it's low key and there's no rush and uh, pretty simple to take care of. So, right, drove along and uh, getting close to booking time. And there is one cidery right along there, uh, skipped over going through Trenton. And we get there and they're not doing, they do their tastings Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you guys were there Wednesday on middle of the week. So we were like, it is, it is August. <laughs> Can you not make an exception? I'm like, right. So uh, kind of read about their ciders. I can't even remember the, the name of the place because, right, you didn't serve me. So now oh, no. I'm, I'm in a different mindset. So patooey on you. And picked up a bottle of their uh, Whiskey Jack, which is actually an aged cider. So that'll oh, be interesting. Cool, cool. And then off to Belleville. And we stayed at the Marriott, very nice hotel, and then we're trying to figure out dinner, and uh, and then we're thinking dinner. And I'm like, Michelle's like, well, do you want to go somewhere for a tasting? We still got a little bit of time. We can go get a couple beers and then go for dinner right. at somewhere traditional, because I wanted, like, a steak and kind of Belleville, you know, they've got a surf and turf place down by the bay. Right, You've right. got... Um, the one steak place wasn't currently open. Sure. I'm like, in Montana, is this sort of the best steak in Belleville and Montana comes up. They've and I'm just like, got, what's that new, uh, there's a new franchise they've got with Chuck's Roadhouse. Right. There's a Chuck's. Now, I've eaten at that Chuck's. It was okay. Yeah. So I'm like thinking, oh, I can go to Montana's anywhere. So anyway, we decided to go. There is a microbrewery just up the road called Signal. Okay. So we go there. Sit down, beautiful outdoor dining, uh, runs along the river there. Right. Very picturesque. Server comes. I'm like, oh, you're doing flights? And he's like, yep. What do you, what do you think? And I'm like, well, four? He's like, or six. <laughs> then I'll do six. I did choose six. And, uh, boy. Yeah. Um, you never let me down. No, no. And again, Michelle's not a huge beer fan. She's a fan of watching you drink them. Yeah, she's a good friend. She's a good friend. So she got a cider as well. Sweet. Um, and it, she enjoyed it. Um, I think we took a picture of it. So I said, oh, I'll share. I'll share my flight with her. So I'll get six. Yeah. And he's like, does that make her a beer terrorist? A beer terrorist. Yeah, and I laughed. I was like, that's my, if you, t- if you take my beer, you're a beer terrorist. So if you just were <laughs> happening to reach over here and take my beer tonight. Yeah. 
I would deem you a beer terrorist. I don't know if I like that term. Oh, okay. I think it's fine if it's somebody else. I don't think it's fine if it's me. You. Okay. <laughs> I would never the, terrorize your beer. Terrorize my beer. I would sample it to make sure it was safe for you. Uh, yeah. oh. <laughs> See, I'd take a bullet Inspector for Inspector Wes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so they had a nice flight, had some pilsners, had some lagers. Again, they do kind of uh, limited special runs. So they had done um, two sours. So I got both of them, and actually they were high on my like list, Wes. And you know what I brought us home for cold ones? Did you bring sours? I brought a couple sours. So Quails had some sours, um, and I got to be honest, they had a, a they had a, a blueberry apricot sour. Yes. It was really, really... Like pucker? Oh, yeah. Like, and is that and that's what pushes you to not liking it? Uh, so the, it was just too much for me. It was like, man, I don't even know where how to equate this to. I mean, I guess, I guess when we were kids, remember the uh, remember sour chews gum? Yep. It was like on that level, or like, okay, like a sour patch kid. These definitely did not have that intensity. So I think this is everybody's got a take on it, right? I think my limit for sour is like. You know, green apple, and, and that's kind of Maybe. The, the limits for me, right? Well, there you go. So, yeah, I uh, picked up a few beers from them. Uh, it's funny, too, because the limited edition ones were in short cans, and the stuff that they do regularly big cans. were big cans. Nice. Did you notice? Did you? I sent a little picture. Did you notice the names of those beers? I did not. They were all very radio-esque. So, oh, Gamma nice. Ray. Oh, right, 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 right. Echo. What, was, what was the name of the brewery? Signal. Signal, of which, course. Right, of has course. a big tower yeah, kind of as their yeah, logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got talking to our server, which ended up being the owner's kid. Nice. And I'm like, your dad in radio? And he's like, oh, no, he just. Thematically. Thematically. And he wanted it to be about communication and having a chat. And right, so right, this right. was all about, you know, beers bring you together and, and create conversation. So they were all very funny. They'd be a perfect match for our show. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny. He's like, we went away one weekend, and they did a limited uh, fall one, and they called it Harvestdale. And my dad got home, and he was like, guys, do you not see the theme of our names? <laughs> we can't have a Harvestdale. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so uh, as we were sitting there, um, they were doing a ton of barbecue outside. Smelled super good, and we're like, are we just going to eat dinner here? So we had dinner there, and... Right, right, right. Um, just uh, chicken breast and uh, garlic mashed potatoes was delicious. Nice. Uh, the next day, they got their new uh, wood fire feet, uh, pizza stove in because, of course, I followed them. So the next day, the picture is like this big UFO thing, like getting dropped down into the space. And I'm like, oh, we missed pizza by a day. Missed it by one day. But uh, yeah, very cool. Nice atmosphere. They must big inside, so they must run corporate events and weddings and stuff. Uh, it was quite nice. Cool. Well, it sounds like you, had a, you guys had a good, it's a good time. time. And that was only, that was like Wednesday. Wednesday. So, and you guys just did an overnight? And then we, yeah. So Wednesday down and then we spent the night and then we went into Prince Edward County yep. proper on Thursday. It's such, I mean, we just lucked out that I just happened to the route that I picked because it was like, originally I planned our road trip last year around the theme of lighthouses. Until I realized that outside of the Golden Horseshoe between, uh, you know, Toronto and Ottawa, there's like maybe two. One of them is at, um, well, the one that we did go to at uh, Presque Hill Park, I guess. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
Yeah, and then uh, picked up the Loyalist Parkway and took the little ferry there across the way. And that's how we ended up coming around south of Picton. Right. Uh, missing all of the other stuff like Mount Forest, like the old, uh, well, it's not old anymore. It's been kind of, they've infused some money into that, uh, to that Air Force station there. It's weird. I did not, because it's still listed yeah. as Trenton. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, we're so far out of Trenton. CFB Trenton detachment. Uh, yeah, Forest, yeah, yeah. We yeah. saw, we drove right by it. And yeah. we're all kind of like, and it looked active and it looked busy. It and- sure does. When you when you take into consideration that uh, Paul Gross's World War One movie that he did mm. was filmed there right. with the period buildings still standing. Well, they're all gone now. So Oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we were pleasantly surprised. Um, wonderful bagged breakfast at the Fairmont. Oh, sweet. Because, um, right, they're not doing buffet, but you just went down, you told them what they wanted, they brown bagged it for you. Wow. Uh, so we had a little snack in the That's room cool. and then kind of packed the rest in the cooler and yeah, yeah. off we went. And I tried to find some distilleries in the area and I kind of struggled and didn't get a lot of hits on Google and things like that. So we're driving to our first stop, right. uh, Dead People's Things. Dead People's Things. Yeah. That's the name of a business? Yeah. That makes sense. Dead yeah. People's Things. Yeah. Which, it was okay. Okay. Um, w- wasn't quite where we wanted it to be. Was for... it uh, antique It was it, Totally. And we assumed, like, it was estate buyouts and things like that. Yeah, okay. We, we lacked at almost every shop. Oh. Just wasn't where we wanted to be. Or right, this, right, right, right. But then I'm like, to Michelle, I'm like, I'm making a left-hand turn. She's like, where are we going? I said, that said Kinsip Distillery. Kinsip, yeah, yeah. And so we made a hard left and got... Kinsip came up today, sorry, yesterday, in uh, a guy that I used to work with in Petawawa. He'd had a bottle, and he's still in Petawawa, so somebody, I don't know if he picked it up or someone brought it to him, but he had a bottle, the maple whiskey. Yes. The maple whiskey from Kinsip. And the bottle in the picture was empty, so presumably it was good. It's a little woodsy. <laughs> I know how you feel about it. Yeah, wood. it picked up the uh, the barrel oh, taste quite bad. well. So you go in. Um, did you bring any of that home? I did not. We Damn. brought uh, both liqueurs. Liqueurs, okay. Yeah. So they had a saffron liqueur, and saffron with real saffron, in some way, shape, or form. Because saffron ain't cheap. Apparently, that's what I was going to say. That must be a, a premium spirit. They they both were smaller bottles. They yeah. were both yeah, yeah. thirty dollars a piece. We spent when you say small, like are we talking like um, Mickey size bottle? Bit bigger. Okay. So very custom. I'm assuming they're buying them for, and everything came in that Maybe size like bottle. Maybe like one liter or something. I didn't even. This is the funny thing, right? The the, the storefront is just literally a storefront with all their products. Yep. Yeah. Um, because we kind of went in. It's in the barn. They're like, oh no, the store is just the front. <laughs> oh. So they've got it kind of all there, like a window. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're like, okay. Um, so, I mean, you're looking at it, but you're just, so I'm like, oh, I want um, this, this. They sell, they make their own bitters. So, oh, cool, yeah. Um, I'm getting ahead of my story, but we bought a couple bottles of bitters, and then we bought... Um, Bar bitter is a common ingredient for a lot of cocktails. cocktails. And yeah. this is the thing, um, as I, I'll work my story backwards, and then a, a simple syrup, but it, oh, a, yeah. a concentrate of, of something else with a bit of flavor. Right, right. So that was cool. So um, $152 nice. later <laughs> in a little bag like this. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, is this really $150 of liquor? And I'm like, ah, oh, we're, oh, we're on a road chat. Oh, <clears throat> I, I wished I caught it. 
You get drinking with strangers and suddenly you forget what you're doing or what you're talking about. Our neighbor at the lodge over the weekend right. was from Mississauga, tells me that he no longer, for the most part, uh, is also a rum drinker. So that we had something to oh, talk about. Good. He had brought with him a seven-year Havana club. And I'm thinking, where the hell did you get that? You can't get a seven-year Havana club at the LCBO. And if you can, it's certainly not around here. Right. And if you could, not in a long time. No, no. He orders all of his liquor directly from Alberta. It's, it's privatized out there, right. so it means more competition, right. which means pricing competition, and it means more selection. Right. And so anyway. is he getting it cheaper? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, you got He's like, you got to know your numbers, though. Like, you got to know kind of what the going rate is here in Ontario to know when to, like, pull the trigger. But he's like, stuff that's on sale, he's like, it's a no-brainer. He's like, because once you, and I can't remember, this is the pro- thing. Is like, And the shipping the doesn't kill it? I can't remember the name of the website that he told me, but he's like, the way that shipping works, it's like, it's flat rate shipping. Right. So flat rate up to six bottles is one rate. And then seven to 12 is another rate. So order one, you're paying for, is the same yes. as if you ordered six. So, so you might as well order six. Yeah. And he's like, and they have cheap stuff too. Like if you want a like cheap wine or whatever to fill out your, your order. Right. You can do that. But he's like, yeah, he's like, you can order stuff from Alberta. And I'm like, maybe I should be doing that. Right. Looking for. And then all of a sudden you become a connoisseur instead of an alcoholic. <laughs> Because to me, if you're at that point where you're, but I mean, I am the guy that has a beer subscription. You are. And I mean, I'm, you know, me, I spent stupid money on a, on a bottle of liquor once and I would spend stupid money on another one if I knew that I was going to drink it. So. So. Very cool. Um, Backstory. So you get there. uh, They have a tasting uh, flight kind of thing. 15 bucks. Oh, good. Three shots. A flight of, of how many for 15? Uh, three shots. Okay, three shots. Yeah. And a cocktail. Oh, shit. That's good. So at the end of the day, you're getting um, one ounce of liquor for 15 bucks. Because okay, you're getting split a. Split that up across. Yes. So you're getting. Right, that's which is not a. It's responsible. It's absolutely responsible, but it's certainly not worth. So no one. Uh, but the cocktail was beautiful. Okay. And and again, I would tell you, there's in their opinion, they're they're selling a premier uh, a premium spirit spirit yeah yeah so however you divide it and they're making money however it goes right so right. you get a list of all their liquors okay pick three. Oh. you get to the bottom there's three um signature cocktails pick one. Oh. so i did uh whiskey whiskey rum <laughs> and um a gin was that like you did you did the same whiskey one twice no and a rum they had Two whis- separate whiskey. Yeah, okay. They had two, two whiskeys and a rum. Cool. All locally sourced. So the the rye for the whiskey, she's like, that's that's the rye field there. Yeah. yeah. And I think the only thing they imported was uh, the cane sugar and the molasses. Right. And everything right, right, right. else. So they're using their own juniper berries for the gin. And I would tell you, uh, however they're doing their darker liquors, the barrels definitely come through in all the flavors. They do, eh? And that's where you kind of go, uh-uh. Well, especially in just swilling it back as a shot, um, <laughs> right? You don't yeah. swill shots. Oh, right, you sniff it. Sure, And then sure. you're like, little sip, and you're like, and funny glasses, too. Very uh, bulbous. Yeah. So it's like, you got to get it over the hump, oh. under the valley, <laughs> and then to your lips. So it's like, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> I got it. And you're like, oh. So- 
Um, all that work just to be disappointed. <laughs> yeah. So all my shots, I would tell you, I didn't buy any. So okay. Michelle got their two liqueurs and a gin. And right. actually all of hers were very nice. Okay, cool. And she got the, the vodka mule, which was very nice. Um, and I think I got the gin fizz. Gin fizz. Which, okay, right. It was yeah. very good. Yeah, yeah. And um, I liked her cocktail and my cocktail enough that I basically bought the ingredients to make mine. Oh, cool. So um, less the gin, but I've got a big old bottle of uh, aviation. Yeah. 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 Which I quite enjoy. Thank you, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you see his new movie? Uh, so we just is, that, is it out? We just not the not the like the, free guy, not free guy, but um, the sequel to the Hitman's Bodyguard. I honestly thought Free Guy came out like a year ago. Uh, I've not watched either yet. Okay, we rented the sequel. Yeah, good. There's a big product placement in that movie. Nice. Yeah. Well, you know what's hilarious is the one that um, Liv Blakely does, sort of a as a thriller uh, murder mystery thing. Yeah. Uh, her character is a huge martini drinker, and guess what liquor she pours the entire movie? Oh, I just grabbed my giant bottle of aviation gin. With the label facing the camera every uh, time. 100%. <laughs> and you know what? Maybe she took like half a million less to do the job if they like put this in the movie. And yeah. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm like, this is funny. Or but, maybe Ryan's a producer on it. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's kind of how the, uh, the, the, I won't say that, I guess it's a wall, <laughs> literally a wall of aviation bottles with a giant aviation sign landed in the movie. It's good. I'm like, how do you argue with that? It's good if product it's good, placement. If it's good, then the, sure. Why not? Um, oh, cause that was the one thing you didn't, uh, didn't like you, cause I got, um, the rocks. Can't do his face. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That was his tequila that we were mixing in the oh, Coronas. Was it? Yeah. Sorry, Dwayne. I can't do it, my friend. It doesn't matter what you think. It tastes like tequila. Yeah, it definitely does. It. Taste and if like you don't tequila. like tequila, you're in trouble. Yeah, it's like your shitty Corona story. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you know Sammy Hagar is a big tequila guy. Said uh, if you if Cabo you, Wabo. The, yeah, the brand that that made him a b- 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 billionaire when yeah. he sold it. Yeah. He said if you don't like tequila, like if you're the kind of person, I guess, like me, who kind of turns their nose up at it, you are drinking the wrong tequila. So, I mean, like any other spirit, I'm sure there, there's good and there's bad. Yeah. And I'm just not discerning enough to know where that well, line right? is, I guess. As I say, I don't like my liquors to be woodsy. <laughs> and it's like some people yeah, will be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the best part. Right. So, yeah. So, um, that was like cool. my bottle of Johnny Walker Blue. <laughs> Tastes like dirt. Tastes like a swamp. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. So, that was cool. And then um, off to the roads we went and uh, hit a few more... Um, Little stores and tourist trap places, a couple of antique places, because um, Michelle's looking for that console table. Thought we could maybe find it, just struggled. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, kept moving on, and then uh, went to Lake on the Mountain, and they're split up. So, Lake of the Mountain Brewery used to be right on Lake of the Mountain Resort. Okay. They've moved them down the road, and this is the one that looks, if they were open, so cool. So you go in, you can see the brewery through a big window. Right, um, right. Not currently serving any flights, but you can buy a pint. A pint? You can buy a pint. Like a full pint? A pint. Or half, <laughs> Or she said, I could split it and you could like share, share a, pint. a pint. And I'm like, oh. but I can't get a flight. 
And she's like, unfortunately not. But it's tapped. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't know. But either. right somewhere, in the, that's their policy, and I'm not going to argue with no, them. No, no, I guess not. No. Uh, I'm like, oh, so it, when you're open, and she's I like. I furrow my eyebrow. Yeah. You. And she's like, oh, sometimes we have live music here, and we've got the darts, and we've got, like, the shuffleboard table. Um, they've got a cornhole thing. Cornhole. So, I want to so, buy a cornhole. The game. Cornhole. Oh, great. All our American listeners know exactly what I'm talking about. You want to play a beanbag toss? <laughs> Is that what we call it? It's cornhole. It's cornhole. <laughs> um, we, you know what we could do? Uh, we could applique and have the hanging at the barbershop logo on one and sure, have sure. Sawcast or Fandom Power on the other. I could be aiming for your beard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that'd be fun. Um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, sounds like they do lots of cool things there when they're open. So, I blindly took her um, suggestion, and I think I built, I bought their cream ale, their brown, and something else. So, came home with six cans from there. Nice. Then we thought we'd go to the resort for lunch. Not a chance. The traffic was lined down the road. These are people trying to get in. Yeah, and the parking Ugh. lot was full, and I'm just like, oh, my Lord. I actually thought that that was a when we were going up the road. We we were in cold water and actually turned around by the time Kim discovered that there's this brewery down a concession road. So we had to go back. We had to backtrack a couple of miles, which was fine. But there was road construction, right? And I actually thought because I'm looking at the GPS, I'm like the pin. The pin for the brewery is like right there. We're talking like hundreds of meters. I'm like, is that the line of cars just waiting to get in the parking lot? Like, what is that? No, no, it was road construction, right? But man, full, full when we got there. And it's an old, it's an old farm. Nice. They have a, an acreage. I can't remember the number you told me. It's a, it's a few acres though. They grow their own hops. Right. And it Why looks, would you not if you could? It looks pretty awesome. Everything there, I think he said to me was, uh, you know, pretty much most of it used all of their own ingredients. And he told me that there's a thing on the menu. If you look for the symbol, you know that that's 100% in-house. Them. Cool. That's said, neat. Yeah. The only thing that they, they outsource is because of. The varied uh, growing regions and the proprietary, like the, the, it sounds kind of goofy, but all the beer people know that will understand that there's like a, there's like the hops mafia, right? It's true. It, yes. It's, very. it's totally true. So some of the hops they have to buy because you can't call it that because that's, you know, exclusive to this growing region or yep. however it works. So yeah, some of the hops is brought in, but they make a shitload of their own. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Total destination. Yeah. So then we drove across. I get, I'm not sure if you're technically on the peninsula there, but from um, Lake on the Mountain yeah. over to Wampus. Wampus. So went to uh, the Wampus Estate Winery, which I thought I was getting barbecue. Yeah. And I got hoity-toity lunch, which was very good. $55 a plate. Oh, boy. Plus the wine. Oh, boy. Okay, but you don't do that very often. No, 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 no. Th so and this you, was you committed and you did it. Yep. So right, um, and very simple menu. So right, you're you're picking a starter. Yep. You're picking an entree. You're picking a dessert. You get some bread with it. Okay. And then you know, it's a winery. So yeah, yeah pick yeah. your wine. And we are like, oh, do you just want to do the uh, the uh, gosh, what was it? The uh, the one where the, it's kind of bubbly. Like the spritzer, oh, like a sparkling wine. Yeah, that's a sparkling what, wine. And he kind of comes, kind of comes over, and he's like, "Oh, you 
both got the spritzer. And we sure like, did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like my candy wine. <laughs> so lunch was very nice. We walked around the, the winery for a bit and took off to the next cider place. Yeah, yeah. So it was interesting. Uh, get there, very busy, go in. Sort of not sure how things, they've got bars set up, but there's some late young ladies already tasting there. There's another right, bar right. with nobody there. So owner or the manager comes over and kind of talks about all the, the ciders. So we make a choice and she gets us a box down. And I think we came home with 12, I think two of cool. so six, six ciders, two of everything. So, I mean, you, you brought back like a whole grocery all we trip. All we bought was fucking booze. <laughs> George is like, did you buy anything else? And I'm like, I bought a wallet. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I bought a ton That's of booze, ton of booze, uh, but then, so we're listening. How much do you think their tasting cost? This is the fifty-five dollar plate. Uh, no, this is. Um, I can't remember the name of it um, because, again, I'm not going to. You're never going back. No, and I might not. I haven't had their cider yet. But tasting. I, I, what do I, What do I get in the tasting? Do I get? I like, assume you get a taste of everything they have per person. Yeah. Uh huh. Hundred bucks. Less. Fifty bucks. Forty-five. Forty-five dollars. And I'm like, $45? What am I getting for $45? And and as Michelle was saying, it's like, oh, did you hear (laughs) the girl that was serving the other two girls? She's like, but we're currently out of that one. And we're currently, so you're not even getting them all. So what are you doing for my $45? Well, that's what I thought. And then I thought, thought, good old Kawartha Winery doesn't charge. It's free. I'm like, I'm not paying $45. Mind you, so our last... (laughs) God love the guys up there. And we are, I mean, we, we frequent there enough that I think it's safe that we can poke a little fun at them a little bit. Our last tasting was in like paper medicine cups. <laughs> that's what you got to do. And that was outside. So I would never, yeah. I would never complain. I, I mean, think that's perfect given yeah. the conditions of the world. Cause where else? We talked about this the other day at work today. And they're like, oh, they're serving it in. Oh, one of the girls work at Black Diamond. Uh, golf course yeah and they're serving everything in plastic sure so they can toss it yeah so there's no have there's no yeah, you don't have, have to, to touch, touch it again, again. yeah yep. yeah so i'm like right if that's what john and them have to do out of the winery if i'll take it out of a pixie cup if the tasting was 45 bucks and maybe i don't remember do you remember what we paid for the moonshine tasting in in the u.s did we pay we had to have paid. Did we? Maybe we did. I had such a good time, I don't remember. I don't remember either. So, you know what? And there, and there is the kicker. Because they were, what, half ounce? Half ounce. Half ounce shots, maybe? And I mean, 13 how many? of them. Th- yeah. And I mean, for, th- you know, so that's what, six ounces? Can't yeah. be six ounces. They wouldn't the, have served uh, you six ounces. Well, it's America. Maybe they would. Huh. Um, they never did ask if we were driving. Because all you had to do is put your driver's put license, your driver's license down the bar, the bar, and when you're done drinking, it up. take it away. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if we paid, but you know what? If I did, I enjoyed myself. I thought we did. I thought we paid a, a, a fee to, to do that. Would it have been minimal? I feel like it was. I feel like it was not enough, because not only did we do that when we were done, we both walked away with boxes of moonshine. Well, I, I mean, I think if you if you price it where it's not attractive right and then it's like well if you price it less and make it more accessible people are going to have it and know what to buy and buy more of it yeah yeah. versus you know we were very 
Now, I mean, we bought a lot, but I mean, we were much more conscientious of what we were buying and didn't try anything outside of our norm. So, what on the on the wine thing? On the cider. On the cider. Okay, right, right. Because we didn't taste anything, and I'm like, well, you know, one of them sounded. I think they had a maybe it's called uh, Angry Orchard, and Angry it sounded Orchard. yeah, and sounded very similar yeah. to um, Kawartha's, uh Russet. I'm like, oh, we like that. We'll get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, the golden golden Russet. Yeah, or, but yeah. I mean, they're award winners. They've got tons of golds and silvers, and it all tends to be named after the the species of apple. Yeah. They're, so they're one of the places I was researching for our next road trip for another cider tour. They also have a golden russet, so I'm I'm interested to see how that's going to go. But, yeah. but uh, we'll have to do ciders one time on cold ones. Yeah, I think that'll be. Definitely, it deserves. I think the Mexican lager deserves. Mexican lagers absolutely needs one, and I think we have to do ciders or sours because it gets some out of my beer fridge. Oh, just don't do that. I can't help it. You'll I'm be still... fine. You'll think you have to pick the 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 best of the worst. The I'll of the enjoy worst. that. You'll be like, I didn't like any of them, but if I had to drink one again, it'd be this one. <laughs> sometimes those are, and I mean that. Sometimes that review yeah. of somebody that doesn't enjoy that beer yeah. means the most, because that means that beer is the most baseline or the simplest out of what you try. Right. 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 So, right, you like, right, I don't like stouts, but I like this. No, you're right. Like, I did not, I'm not a stout drinker, but the breakfast stout that we tasted not too long ago was, yeah, was pretty good. My niece enjoyed it. I got her, uh, uh, bought her a beer to entice her to come oh, on to the yeah, Scotty yeah, Doesn't yeah, Know, yeah. and uh, she quite enjoyed it. So, Very that good. was good. Sent a beer for her and her dad home to enjoy together. So, we'll see how uh, he thinks of it. But, yeah. So, the we're talking road trips, but you know, but this, <laughs> if you've been listening for the last uh, 58 minutes, you'd think we were talking about anything but road trips. We're talking about booze. <laughs> I, I think that, I mean, to be honest, most of my vacations or destination driving, that's what I'm going for. It's a lifestyle, right? And it's like, well, we enjoy this. So if we were somewhere else, why would we not you would do, do this? Yeah, of course. That's like when we went to the Appleton. When we were in Jamaica, why would we not go, go to, to the, the rum Apple factory? States. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. It's a missed opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, you know, on the road trip thing, like how many road trips have you and I done? Just like little ones even, like you going to pick up something for the store and I tagged along. Yeah. And you stop at a couple spots and, you know, grab a lunch or a drink or. I think, you know, I think Missouri, we did Missouri together. Yep. And that that's a road trip of road trips. Right. Because that was a multi-day thing. So, uh, speaking of that, are you up to, we were looking at um, some of the things that are available? Uh, We're kind of on a moratorium until the United States decides. Well, 100%. But uh, if the the border is open. New New Orleans? New Orleans. Did you you time that one? Did you map that one? So, last year, the last time we looked at it when the border was open, it it was new and it was book solid. There is some space this year. Nothing around Mardi Gras. No, but I don't think we were t- we were talking about that whether we're past Mardi Gras. I don't know. Um, well, Michelle's like, you know what? The streets are full. I don't want to be jostled and hit. And no, right? Just the way she is. She doesn't want to have to uh, no. give up her beads. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, exactly. 
Um, Maybe she just won't wear beads at all. <laughs> exactly. No but, beads. I mean, you can still go there and enjoy what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And they say uh, January, February is the quieter time right before uh, March, April, May. Because I think Fat Tuesday is the mon- Tuesday before Lent, right? Starts. I guess so, yeah, yeah. So Easter's traditionally in April. Well, I am not a naysayer to anything. I will consider yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much anything. I think that'll, that'll come up here shortly, I think. Okay. So, so yeah. But we did Branson. Yep. Which is a cool road trip, except yep. except for the detour through St. Louis. Right. Which really put me off, but... What, what can you do? <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's funny because as soon as you get, it's like, oh, you're getting kicked off the interstate. Okay, what do you do next? Figure out a way to get back on. In a hurry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, I think that's always been the problem with St. Louis is that, um, and then when they ran into financial woes, the poor got poor and the rich got out. Right. And I mean, we, we looked at the numbers when we got home and saw like the decline, the population decline in that city, like in the tens of thousands over yeah. the last what 20 yeah. years yep yeah. so yeah. but i mean i think it's maybe having a bit of a but i mean it's a it's such an uphill battle right mm-hmm. but uh yeah so i mean other i think you get that no matter what when you go on a long trip and you have no clue what you're doing off the main road you know it's like right you turn off in this town and all of a sudden you're like attending a, a clan meeting you're like oh I did uh, my first trip into the United States. I did by myself, and uh, I was separated from my my ex wife. And I wanted to go visit some. I wanted to go visit my buddy that I met, who's uh, uh, just retired from the U.S. Marine Corps. We worked together overseas in uh, in Afghanistan, and there was always this invite, like, "Hey, when we get back to the world, you know, come down yeah. and visit." So that's what I did, and uh, I made the drive from my place in uh, Angus, Ontario, so not too far away from here. To uh, Winston Salem, North Carolina. Cool, fourteen-hour drive that I did yeah. by myself. Left at midnight, so I w- got off work on a fr- uh, what was a Friday or whatever it was. I got off work, I went home, I went to bed. I packed the night before. I woke up, I left the house at midnight. I was crossing the border at Fort Erie at between three and four in the morning. It was clear sailing. It was a pretty cool trip too. And me being, you know, rural Canadian kid, first time in the states, and I'm, I'm navigating by gps and so it's like oh tolls avoid tolls not realizing that toll roads in the the u.s are not like toll roads in canada (laughs) but adds a lot of mileage don't it it does add a lot of mileage but the things that i saw because of that i drove through like miles and miles and miles of these like crazy looking vineyards in like upper new york state which is beautiful but then it, when I realized what I what I was really avoiding, I'm like, okay, I'll just pay the toll. And like you say, 15 cents. And it cut so much time off the Yeah, off the Yeah, it's trip. funny, right? We were, you, were with you when we ran that toll. We threw the money in. The light never changed. So we just, the light stayed red. That was maybe me and Michelle when we went to Florida. Oh, shit. So, right? It's like 15 cents or 35 yeah, 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 cents. Yeah, we yeah, throw yeah. it in. And like, right? It's red light and a green light. And you go when the light changes. I'm like. It didn't re- register the I'm money. Like, threw another thirty-five cent. I'm, I'm like, I'm not throwing in another thirty-five cents. Throwing a Canadian toonie. Yeah. And say, so I was know. just like, I'm just gonna go, and if we ever get um, arrested in Georgia for unpaid uh, toll road uh, tolls, highway tolls. Yeah. It's like, oh, you but, gotta uh, figure out that stuff's probably you know uh, video surveillance. A hundred percent. But yeah. no one stopped us or chased us, and yeah. 
I always I always giggle because a uh, uh, friend of the show, Brian, yep. his mom, they went down to Florida all the time. And I think later in their life, they started to fly down more than drive down. And um, I think it was, and I, I asked, and I think the story went, and Brian, if you're listening, make a comment and correct me, but that your mom had outstanding tickets in like <laughs> five of the six states because they if you got a speeding ticket back in the day they they didn't make you pay it a lot of states they, don't yeah, and then yeah. they didn't push it up to canada so no, then, they don't it's yeah so she's like i'm not gonna pay it and but it got to the point where it was probably wiser to drive or fly down over <laughs> those yeah, states yeah, 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 yeah. than to drive through them so my uh my kid's mom when she she had this car it was a pretty nice car when she had it It was a new newer mazda and uh, when she got together with um with our oldest son's his biological father when their relationship fell apart he got the car her car but she wasn't whatever reason she did not take the plates off of it years go by and we are living in petawawa and we get a notice in the mail from a court in Michigan for unpaid parking fees for that license plate. Oops. So I'm like, what the hell are we going to do? Anyway, the, the short version was we ended up paying it because that that very thing would have happened. Because it said right on the thing, if you don't if you don't pay or you don't show up to, to fight it in court, they just issue a bench warrant, which means if you show up in the state, you'll be arrested. Right. To go and pay for your, your parking fee. So we ended up paying. Were you going it. to Michigan? We weren't. It got mailed to me in Petawawa. But I mean, so what if you have a bench warrant in Michigan? Oh, you know, it was. I understand. Hindsight, I would. I would have paid. Yeah. I'm. I. I talk the talk, but there's no effing way I'd ever not pay. On principle, I didn't want to pay for it because yeah. I thought, well, like the only crime she committed was not being smart enough to take the plates off the car because she was stupid enough to leave them, and then he clearly used them for nefarious purposes or passed them on and. Right. Somebody did. Right. Not her. But uh, we ended up paying for a crime that we never committed. Yeah. 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 Double jeopardy. Does that mean you could go down there and park illegally and not get charged I again? Why have you been charged for this? Why? How? Yeah. Yeah. And that's uh, the thing, too. Like when plates, you know, plates used to be plates used to be plated to the car, but they're not. They're plated to the person. Driver. Yeah. 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 Um, so, uh, Road trip down to North Carolina. Um, do you ever do any like through high school or like as a young adult? I did not do so. I mean, I didn't get my first. I didn't get my provincial driver's license until I was eighteen, so I didn't actually have my own car until I was eighteen. And by that time, eighteen, nineteen, I was thinking about post secondary, and that's kind of where it went. So I didn't do, and I mean, and before that, the family didn't do. Right. No. No, man. So our my parents they quite enjoyed. We did tons of camping um, yeah. and vacations through like the upper Vermont, Maine, oh, cool. um, all those. So that was really cool. Um, and tons of drive. We didn't fly anywhere. So I mean, it was all if we were going on vacation, it was driving. And right, you know, I think we had enough things to keep us busy that we didn't fight in the back seat. So yeah. those always worked well. Another good story with Brian is he had, um, I think it was the University of Windsor. He was going down for a visit, and I tagged along. 
And we were like, oh, let's uh, let's go across the border. Into Detroit before <laughs> you needed a passport. Yeah. 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 Um, and not even smart enough to realize that we were going into Detroit. <laughs> yeah. And got some like Kentucky Fried Chicken and managed to get served underage at a liquor store. Um, got cheap booze and came back like way under the um, like cross for 45 minutes hour yeah, yeah. At the so, i mean you weren't entitled to bring anything no back. and it's right and i don't think we claimed it and the guy's like didn't i just see you what what'd, <laughs> what'd you go across for and we're like oh just dinner and gas yeah and he's like in detroit and we're like <laughs> and we're in a pickup truck with an open back oh boy he's like you're fucking idiots go home the border guy told you yeah. that yeah 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 and I'm like, oh not realizing that you know we may or may not have taken our lives in our own hands the guy coming back for me from north carolina because i crossed back at uh at fort erie where i where i crossed going in and uh, he was an older guy too and he was just like he must have been having a good day because i mean hanging out the window you know like like he's driving a big truck he's like what are you bringing home today and all i had was i bought a baseball hat at a like a like a sam's club which is like costco right I'm like, uh, this baseball hat. And he's like, have a nice day. Never mind the, you know, I had some groceries and right. you know, bottle of liquor. They don't care. Not really. And then the other big road trip I can remember as a young adult, college. Yep. Six of us in the car. And we hit seven or eight strippers in one day. <laughs> like we, wow. we started at noon. Yeah. And just hit... And this is when every little town, oh, like right, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Whippy okay. had one, Ajax had one, Pickering had one, um, Oshawa, so, blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, so yeah, we yeah. hit eight in one day. <laughs> <laughs> Epic trip. So what, they open up, what, eight, 11 o'clock in the morning? <sighs> 11, 12. Is that when you started? Yeah, literally. <laughs> and like hit everyone we possibly could think of. And I mean, that was, that was hilarious. And we're like. The end of the night, we're all like, well, that was education. I mean, other than the stuff I've done with you, like my longest, my longest road trips, oh, they were work-related. I mean, when I, I drove when I moved to Halifax, so I drove that and never been, never having driven to the, it took me 14 hours to drive from Ontario to North Carolina. It took me 17 hours to yeah. drive from Ontario to Nova Scotia. Right. You know, and that's at the speed limit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that gives you an idea how far away that crazy fucking I got another one. So, my brother-in-law and a friend at the time, his wife's mom lived out in New Brunswick. Okay. And every other summer, you know, the his wife and the kids would go to New Brunswick for a month, or the mother-in-law would come to Ontario. Right. So, this was the kids and the wife out to New Brunswick. So me and my brother-in-law pile in just to make the van just a little bit fuller. I think yep. he had uh, three boys at the time. <laughs> sure. And we get out there. Gosh, I don't even know what time we left, but we got there like 3 a.m. Okay. Everybody at loads. We all hit the rack for maybe till 9 or 10 o'clock. Wake up. Right. And our plan is that we want to have surf and turf when we get home. So go down to the market. And not that New Brunswick is really a, a seafaring wherever we were. They are. I mean, the Bay of Fundy is, is in We're not even close to it, though. Oh, okay. But we go to the market and we get fresh lobster. Yep. and Fresher than anything in Ontario. Right. It's still biting. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pack it on ice. Get on the road and start heading home. 
So you've bought live fish in in New Brunswick, and you're bringing it back to Ontario. Yep. I don't think that's a good idea. It worked. Okay, <laughs> lobster, lobster. <laughs> I don't think I would have done fish, but lobster. Right? He's like, as long as you keep the ice in here, yeah, yeah. they'll be fine. Okay. And I mean, they were still biting when we got home. They were oh. ang- they were angry by the time we got home. They weren't slowed down from being frozen. No. Well, I think somebody got bit because somebody's like, oh, look, they're slow. And then it's like. <laughs> oh. With the crusher claw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. As opposed to the, the feeder one. So uh, yeah. then we get to Montreal about 6 o'clock. Okay. In the p.m.? In the a.m.? Uh, p.m. In the p.m. Okay. And. Um, That's a bitch driving through Yeah, there. got poutine at McDonald's. Thought we were fancy. Poutine at, McDon- or <laughs> poutine at McDonald's in Montreal. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, hit the, the strippers. <laughs> at, <laughs> With the lobsters in the car. <laughs> 100%. And yeah. uh, I would tell you, and we right, sat right up front, three naive boys from Ontario not realizing that things were a little different. They're a little different in Quebec. <sighs> yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah, I got a similar experience in Ottawa mm-hmm. not knowing that. The girls that work in Ottawa, you know, at the time when bars would close at 1 a.m. And then they'd hop over the border? They'd jump over the border to work. So, like, the, the strip club in Ottawa that we were at, it didn't close. But, I mean, half half the entertainment, if not three-quarters of the entertainment, up and left at, like, 11. It's like, where the hell is everybody going? Oh, no, we can work till, like, 3 a.m. Going to Gatineau. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, and I, we just like, oh, my gosh, you don't see that in Ontario. No, 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 yeah. And then we piled in. Uh, got home late again. I don't think I did my fair share of driving. I'm like, I'm super tired. I'm just going to lie down in the back seat. (laughs) (laughs) You want to talk about fair share of driving? Again, it's a work story, but again, my longest road trips have been predominantly for work purposes. When I was still a very junior, uh, junior medic. So, uh, I think I was, uh, I don't even know if I was a corporal yet. I might've been just a new corporal. Still uh, not not fully qualified, so uh, QL3 medic, so uh, apprentice level. Our brigade, two brigade from Petawawa, was going to go to Wainwright for this big brigade. Alberta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going to go to Alberta for this big brigade level exercise. And uh, (laughs) the unit that I was supporting at the time, a service battalion, service battalion was going to was tasked with providing the, the, the trail party, which included a bunch of trucks, like 18 or some odd trucks. Which included a bunch of, like, fuel trucks, right? Because fuel prices were pretty cheap in Ontario. So they loaded up these fuel trucks, and they're going to drive them to Alberta. But so now we have to have medical support on the road. And uh, that tasking fell to, to my medical station, the, the unit medical station that I was working at. And everybody, they said, okay, this RUM is going to provide an ambulance to go on the road party to Wainwright. And uh, when the sergeant put it to the room, who wants to do it? I mean, every... Every person who was actually qualified to do that job was like, "What? What? Oh, you're talking to me? Like, no, you could hear a pin drop." So, what was Ping. the what was the adverse? Nobody wanted to be on the road that long. in a army box, like field ambulance, right. for like the five days that they had broken it up into. So, I'm like, I'm new and I'm pretty naive. So, I'm like, uh, Sergeant, I'll do it, and. Uh, Knowing that I'm not qualified to do it, but hey, at least if I volunteer, I get that that out of boy point for volunteering. Right? Guess who fucking went on the road for five days? <laughs> Funny thing is, I get t- this is where we get to the fair share of driving part. Is they assign you a driver? 
I'm not a driver. I'm a medic. So my job is if something, I'm medically responsible for these people. I'm not responsible for my truck. That's what my driver is. And he's a professional driver. He's an MSE up, a mobile support equipment operator. These guys, we call them truckers in the military. I did more driving on that trip than my driver did. (laughs) It was like your turn. No, I just didn't, uh, I, I didn't actually trust this truck. <laughs> so every time we pull in for, we pull in for fuel and I'd be like, okay, I'm in. <laughs> and I ended up doing most of the driving. <laughs> that he'd have to be a bad driver. Wasn't a bad driver, but it was just like, if you've ever, and anybody, uh, that's listening right now, that's, that knows the vehicle of the LSVW ambulance. If you've ever heard this thing, it's, it's grossly underpowered it's a four cylinder turbo diesel and uh super underpowered the turbo is like crazy whining it, it sounds like it sounds like a gasoline powered car that's just lost its bottom end like it's just the it's broken right step on the brakes they've you know they've modified the brakes they've taken the asbestos out of the brakes and now it sounds like metal on metal and that's normal so it's like scree like it's the worst it is literally the worst, probably the worst utility vehicle that our government has ever bought. And uh, I drove this thing. To put it into perspective, some of the driver maintenance things that you can do is like you can change a fuel filter on this thing. When you lift up the hood and you look at the fuel filter, it is literally like a lawn tractor right. fuel filter. It's a little little plastic thing, like teeny weeny little little guy. I'm like, this is just not good. So we get there. Miraculously, my ambulance survives. We get to Wainwright, and the very next day, I go out, and I'm like, "What's wrong with this thing? Something's wrong with it." Like, well, take it over to the take it over to the mechanics. <laughs> the fucking impeller and the turbo just disintegrated. It just did not survive. Too that many trip. miles. <laughs> yeah. Too many miles. Oh man, that's cool. That's well, probably my longest one. That yeah yeah yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. we drove out to Alberta. No, we flew out. My parents drove out but uh, to Alberta for a wedding. And I was like, how was that drive? And they're like, oh, you know. Did they split the drive, your mom and dad? Uh, probably my dad drove Mostly most of dad, it. Yeah, my yeah. mom would have been driving back then more often. Um, and they probably would have They would probably would have done it over three days. Yeah. Which, I mean, it was my vacation. I didn't want to waste three days driving because I would have done it solid yeah. just to get there. That's how I ended up doing, uh, I just kept watching the GPS at the Nova Scotia drive. I'm like, we're in like, just on the, on the other side of the New Brunswick border, or Edmonston. And I'm like, we're really that close? It's only like a few more hours? Why would so I stop? I, dro- I drove straight through. Right. <laughs> no, 100, right? It's 100%. That, that, it, you get to that point, you're like, how far can I get? And then you're like, oh, it's only that much more time till there. Why would I not drive to there? Yeah. No, I think that's a lot of things. But uh, so we've talked a long time. Anything else you want to talk about? No, I think I'm good. No. Man. So um, we'll definitely go on another road trip. We'll have to do an update to this one. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Uh, but listen, we were actually talking, shooting the shit and being like, you know what? I wonder if anybody would want to come on to a, a road trip with us. So if you've got a good idea. Yeah, let's hear your road trip ideas because it's just uh, an idea. Yeah, yeah, an itinerary, <laughs> and uh, I know some people. Maybe we could make some mass transit uh, decisions, and we could have a little hanging at the barbershop. Uh, Absolutely, road yeah, trip. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I think that would be cool if uh, you're a listener of any of our uh, shows from Sawcast Productions. 
you know, make a little uh, little uh, itinerary, and we like could... I said at the beginning of the uh, the show. I mean, uh, your wife has her connections through the bus company. The bus she company. She still for. has her bus license. So uh, there's an opportunity there. Uh... We could get the short bus. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've got ideas, or you, what your favorite road trip is, you know, an hour away, a day away. Or your big uh, road trip, uh, make a comment uh, down below or um, send us an email and uh, yeah, let us know. Hey, all right, guys. thanks well, for hanging uh, with us at the barbershop. That's it for me. You can find us on I'm all Scott, your favorite podcasting platforms. Cheers, everybody. Please like and share us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter to stay up to date on all of our shenanigans. Hanging at the barbershop is a Sawcast production. you ever wanted to start a podcast but you didn't know where to begin maybe you'd like to try podcasting without having to invest in any recording equipment do you have an idea for a show but you're not sure how to develop it let sawcast productions take care of all of that so you can focus on what it is you want to say sawcast productions offers podcasting solutions ranging from recording and basic editing to fully produced episodes complete with all the audio embellishments of a broadcast quality show when your show is ready Sawcast Productions can distribute it too. Contact us online today. So, what do you want to say?